0: Good morning, good afternoon and good evening and welcome to the This Is An Album podcast with myself, Jacob Green and as always, my wonderful friend, Reese Hemming and this is the podcast where you guessed it, we talk about albums and this week we have a phenomenal album um, that's been a real pleasure to look at and kind of delve into and that's thanks to Reese this week um, and so we'll get into that just after the house rules and the house rules are this week, as always the wonderful penalty forfeit Segment of this podcast. I'm uh, still,
1: I'm still bitter,
0: and uh, I have apologized to Reese for my foul play, and uh, I'd like to extend that to the listeners.
1: You, uh, uh, I would also like to point out you haven't.
0: No, that was a complete lie. <laughs> uh, I was hoping Reese wouldn't call me out on that, but uh, no, I haven't. But I do Car- feel bad. So, carry so Reece, on,
1: I, carry on with your intro, but i Reece, know where we stand. Reese,
0: I do, Reese, I do apologize, um, <laughs> and uh, I realized today that. This was completely unplanned, but I'm kind of rubbing it in Reese's face even more because my penalty word last week was floral, um, and I am wearing a floral shirt today. Um, that was not meant to be an extended dig and rubbing your face in it, but uh, we're here now. And uh, so Reese is the subject of this week's forfeit. And so, Reese, I was wondering if anyone has sent you any.
1: Yeah, so we've had a few submissions on uh, on YouTube and on Instagram. Uh, so I've picked three for you, like you did uh, Perfect. last week. So I've got three for you to go through. Okay, so the first one, uh, which is the most recent one from uh, Ollie, I believe, said to hit myself over the head with something. And I was. Nice. Thinking, and I, I was thinking that. You know, that's funny if you're watching it, but if you're listening to it, it's the you know, if you're listening to some mm-hmm. SoundCloud, welcome. But if you're listening to it on SoundCloud, then uh, you know, it's not very exciting. So I thought. Being a drummer, I must have something interesting, so I realize I have a cowbell lying around. So I, I love
0: hit... it. I love it. I love
1: it. I love it. My... So option one is hit myself over the head with a cowbell.
0: That's that's gonna take some beating. Uh
1: the second one uh is from Lyra on YouTube. Uh they said that um following my the last intro where I said how much I don't like saying my name on camera, I should say my name, uh, my full name, uh, five times on camera. So that's option two. Oh, or option oh, three. That's tempting. Option three is primal, just eat raw eggs.
0: Can I choose the amount of raw eggs?
1: If it's more than one, then no. <laughs> I don't think I'll even be able to stomach one, to be honest. Rhys,
0: I want you to eat a dozen raw eggs.
1: <laughs> I haven't got a dozen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um I mean, the first one's I I I I mean, I don't want to see you in pain, but I would like to see you hit yourself over the head with a cowbell. Purely because I, I just want to hear that bonk.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, I'll be back in a sec then. <laughs> this is this where we clap and you have a cowbell in your hand? Yeah, okay, good. Right, so... Well, <laughs> soon a cowbell will be right here, okay? <laughs> yes! A cowbell.
0: You ask for a cowbell, you get a cowbell.
1: You get a cowbell. All right, so, I mean... How? I just hit, what, just hit myself once and that's I mean,
0: it? feel free to do the introduction to Lowrider. I'm so excited.
1: Okay, all right. Um, well, here we go then. This is what you asked for. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get close so you can hear it nicely. Here it is. Okay. <laughs> nice, that made a good noise. That what
0: was you- a good noise, actually. I don't know why you don't use your head for a cowboy more often.
1: Don't know, actually. <laughs>
0: like Just, you trying to play the full kit and head the cowbell <laughs>
1: <laughs> alright well we
0: amazing go. well that's that forfeit done for this week Um beautiful and we'll, we'll see if a penalty word is said in this podcast so that's the penalty word forfeit section of the podcast this podcast may also contain some swearing um, so just a quick heads up in case someone either me or Reese, says a bad word and you're you're shocked don't say I didn't <laughs> warn you um, the, the next part of this it's podcast just be- it's
1: just become more of a threat now
0: <laughs> what if you don't like swearing we're gonna if you <laughs> If you don't like swearing, we're going to find you. We're going to swear at you. (laughs) (laughs) The next part of this podcast that will come a little bit later is the uh, Weird and Wonderful segment. Um, And I have bought this week's Weird and Wonderful song, Piece of Music. It's something that Reese is familiar with, but he's forgotten about it. And uh, I'm I'm very excited to resurface this uh, beautiful piece of work.
1: Oh, Um, I'm excited.
0: So you can look forward to that a little bit later. So without further ado, let's let's dive into this album, which is Reese.
1: It is Gore by it's loose, not Lou. It's loose and the Yakuza. Alright, so this album I uh, have recommended to you this week. Mm -hmm. Yep. I it's this is really new to me, so mm-hmm. um, this is the first time I'd sort of looked into it after listening to it. Um, so I heard this f- for the first time two or three weeks ago whenever the um the NPR tiny desk was um, oh yeah, posted. So I saw that, and if you haven't watched that tiny desk, go and watch that uh, after it's this incredible. video. It's it's so really, good. really it's really, really so, great. Good. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, so good. Yeah.
1: So then I went and listened to the album. Really liked the album, and and here we are. Um, so, I mean, before we kind of get into it, I feel like we should kind of preface this. Yeah, a little Yeah. No, bit.
0: definitely. I mean, I, th- I think we we were both kind of. It was it was a very interesting read when you kind of because obviously because it's. Uh, the album's in French and for people like myself who don't speak French or me I I don't I don't know what the lyric the lyrical content is sort of about or what the the main theme of it is so you kind of on face value I love this album purely because of the instrumental and the like the production and the flow I think her flow Mm. is incredible like it's just it's so amazing to listen to yeah. um and then obviously because it's in french it then encouraged you and i to then sort of look more into it so we can understand right kind of what's what's what what the album's about and it, it um it definitely has she's been through a lot
1: yeah yeah well I mean, she's
0: been through a lot
1: yeah so i mean in in kind of short to kind of summarize a little bit so um so her name is kakoma um or at least that's the name that she goes by mm-hmm. and uh, and she is um congolese um so she grew up in congo um at the time of the second congolese war um and age two uh, her mother was put in Um, prison for just being um, Rwandan she was put in prison for that that was um, you know that happened when she was two and then when she eventually got out of prison for a couple months uh, they were then kicked out of the country and they had to um, move uh, and they ended up settling in um, Brussels in Belgium they spent time there for a bit and then they ended up sort of flitting to and from um, Belgian and um, and Rwanda, and it's kind of interesting hearing her talk about that because in um, in Congo and where she um, grew up, they were a very you know wealthy family. They were considered to be quite mm. a rich family. Uh, and then when they moved to Belgium, um, you know, quoting what she said, she said that um, you know she was essentially living in what she called the ghetto <coughs> of. You know of um of brussels it was a very poor area you know really tiny yeah. apartment um so obviously that's a massive change as a young um person but then when they ended up moving back to rwanda that was shortly after the um the rwandan genocide so mm-hmm. as a um you know as a young uh, woman she was probably you know i think around 10 early teens maybe mm-hmm. Um, you know, she was hearing about the genocide, and she experienced trauma through that. And certain stories she was told, she got nightmares from. And anyway, yeah. so really, like you know, difficult um, and challenging upbringing. You know, on, on for anyone's. You know. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> no. Of course. Absolutely. It's. Um, yeah. It's obviously and an, and without kind of if you kind of just listened to this album and really enjoyed it as as a piece of music, you you and just left it at that, you wouldn't quite then understand kind of her as an artist, because I think stuff like that is a massive factor in who in who you are as a person as and as a creative.
1: Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, and, and something else that I kind of found interesting as well was obviously before I looked into this, you know, her backgrounds and everything mm-hmm. was you could you can kind of get a sense of her story. Obviously, you don't know any details. If you don't mm-hmm. speak French, you can't understand what she's saying, no. um, but you can kind of get a feeling that it's kind of got this sombre and um kind of personal sounding you know it sounds very close to uh, heart you know yeah um so i kind of had a feeling that there was going to be some story but i had no idea it was going to be that yeah no
0: it was um no for sure um but it it, i think it obviously it made me kind of appreciate the album a lot more because you kind of you then understand the, 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 the reasoning behind it and stuff like that. And it's um obviously because this is quite a new album to the two of us and and this kind of genre of music isn't isn't something that I'm greatly um knowledgeable on. Um so I found it really cool to kind of delve into it. And this is kind of a first exposure to the genre and the kind of influences that she has musically and, and um I, I while well, I was watching the Tiny Desk and hmm. when you mentioned when they went over to Brussels and they were sort of essentially homeless. Um she said uh, be- yeah. before one of the songs she basically just goes, This song is being is about being broke as shit right. and like just like being really, really, really broke. And it's kind of she's open about it. She's not kind of an introvert about it. she's kind of facing what 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 has happened.
1: Yeah, um, definitely. She definitely, you know, she owns um what she's been through and and mm. and really you know um yeah i i it she's you know is an amazing person clearly
0: <laughs> she, yeah. i i i like looking at her her socials and just like the general aesthetic of of what she's about she's so cool like yeah. the clothes she wears the tattoos she has mm-hmm. um we'll go into a bit in, in a bit later with the the video the music video uh, yeah that, we, that i watched that was just the, the, so cool the the design the kind of the choreography the theme of it all like really amazing mm. um and the, the, just the, this album has so many layers to it which i and like i said it's kind of my first experience of like properly of this genre and kind of the merging of these genres um right and so i really really enjoyed it and so thank you for for bringing this one this week
1: no worries yeah no i'm so glad that i found it and i mean this is um mm. this is new as well this isn't you know something that's been out a while it came mm. out uh end no, of absolutely. last year i think um <clears throat> you know uh, and i uh, i mean i know she's done quite a few big things she was on uh, the jimmy fallon show i think yeah. um, a couple months ago and so she's you know for a f- this is her debut album mm-hmm. um it's uh yeah I mean, it's it's really exciting
0: i also want to stress um that even though Uh, membership to the yakuza is on the decline uh we're going to avoid any slander of the yakuza because i don't want a bounty on my head no um whether there is any affiliation with the actual yakuza or not
1: well that's interesting you brought that up so um the name i read an interview so uh lose l-o-u-s is um is soul backwards yeah yeah. So that's where that comes from. And Yakuza is um, loser in Japanese.
0: Oh, okay. So o- obviously oh, it is
1: it is, it is like a, a you know it's like an organised crime, uh, you know. Syndicate, yeah. <laughs> it, um, but it also uh, the meaning of it is um, is loser. And she says kind of jokingly, saying that Lou and the Yakuza uh, actually oh. stands for like spirit of the loser.
0: Oh, cool. Oh, that's sick. That's really nice.
1: Which is... um, That's a, really...
0: Yeah, I like that. That's cool. Because I like um, the the spirit thing um, draws me to the tattoo that she has on her forehead. Um, Yeah. Which is essentially like... I think the way that I saw it described a lot of the time was kind of two arms reaching to the sky. Yeah. Um, I had it somewhere. I had it written down somewhere. Oh, yeah. Hands lifted to the sky, um, which basically represents arms connecting and kind of the earth to the sky and stuff i thought it was really cool yeah and it's like i'd, yeah, I'd have nice. that oh, i'd have that tattooed on me maybe not on my forehead but yeah um because <laughs> my i look i look stupid anyway let alone with a face tattoo but she rocks it she absolutely rocks it so i think i'm i'm down to dive into what your favorite songs are on the album
1: yeah well i mean let me ask you that i showed you this, okay oh so great it's... shout okay so so, so so what what kind of sticks out to you as some of the you know like the what, the, what stuck out to you?
0: My favourite song on the album is Amigo.
1: Wow! Really? Okay.
0: I I thought it was so good, and it was like what you had with Pop Therapy last week, where you said for days to remember the chorus just got stuck in your head, mm. and like Amigo was just stuck in my head straight away. <laughs> and after watching the tiny desk i just loved the the live arrangement that they had of it as well
1: it's really cool
0: really really good
1: and um, they go, cuz they do they do it at the end of the set don't they and they do sort of like yeah. a, a bossanova samba yeah a, which i thought was day. great
0: it's like a nice like it it's kind of sticking similar to the like the genre that it has on the album but then it kind of branches into other permutations of those genres yeah um, i just yeah i thought i thought the the beat on it is so good um and just the the chorus is so catchy. Yeah. Um,
1: Interesting. I I didn't expect you to say that. To be honest, I mm. I feel like Amigo is probably um, the most commercial.
0: Yeah, well, that's the thing. I, I like I. It was kind of R and B and reggaeton for me. Yeah. Were like the two main standout genres within that, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think because I had I had. Well, I had slash kind of still do have such a negative outlook on reggaeton purely based on the way it has been commercialized over the last kind of few years. Yeah, just sort of how mainstream music it kind of just became the norm and like everyone did it and I just hated it. Like just Mm -hmm. hated that that beat, that stereotypical beat. Walk
1: walk the fat dog.
0: Yeah, that one. (laughs) I just, I just, I just, because it was everywhere and I, I just got sick of it and I was like, I don't like reggaeton yeah but then after hearing this like obviously i haven't listened and i should it's me being ignorant but i need to listen to like proper traditional reggaeton mm. but like for listening to this and loving it kind of shows that i was just maybe just because it was so yeah in the mainstream all the time i just sort of was a bit blind to it yeah I but think, now I after think...
1: listening to this it, i love it I think when it's done well it really... yeah
0: absolutely and i think this is done really well obviously i don't have further direct comparisons but yeah. this is I, I i can just tell that this is done really really well um and just like like we've like we've said with every album we've discussed the production's so good like yeah. it's just so deep and crisp and it's just so rich and i love it i, yeah. I think that i think the production is has a massive influence on the way that, you, especially you and I, listen to music.
1: Yeah, and I think what um, one thing that really stuck out to me on the production, and kind of links back to what I was saying, how you know when you don't speak French, you can't understand what she's saying, mm-hmm. um, but you can still kind of get the message a little bit. The way that it's recorded is it's so you know it sounds like she's right here. Somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's, it, her vocals are so present and at the front of mm-hmm. everything. Um, you know it's like she's talking in your ear almost You know what yeah I mean? like it, oh, it's, 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 it's like it's, that, really it's cool. like that
0: with the it was like that with the tiny desk where like when you listen to the album on spotify obviously it's all audio but the, you, you have that same feeling of it's very it's very intimate hmm. and then you you watch the tiny desk and it's all obviously visual but you yeah. just can't like you can't take your eyes off her like yeah she's just she's just sat on a stool in the middle of the room hmm. but she's so captivating and the mu- the music is what like visually and audibly is just so engaging to listen to yeah um, yeah yeah and I think that the album f- the flow of the album really helps with that where it's not like disjointed beats it all kind of seems to move together really nicely
1: yeah um, it, it does it does a you know sort of like beat wise and if you're talking just purely on you know hip-hop and trap beats mm-hmm. and stuff it it doesn't it goes through loads of different things. It has the reggaeton, it has the sort of like half-time thing, yeah. and, but it has, you know, it, has, it has loads of different styles mm-hmm. of, of those kind of electronic...
0: So that's, um, that's kind of where the producer falls into this. Uh, yeah. El, El Gwincho, oh, I'm be, sorry.
1: Before you carry on, I'm going to turn my light on because it's getting cool. dark and I think you'll be able to see my face. Let me do a clap. There we go. Lights on. <laughs> sorry, Lights on. on. So, so, you, so you, yeah. You, um, about the producer...
0: Yeah, so um El Guincho I'm gonna go with and I'm very sorry if I've butchered that pronunciation enunciation.
1: You can't even say name. pronunciation.
0: Just can't <laughs> I can't say anything. And uh basically like his his um he has like loads of solo stuff out as well and that's like kinda Afrobeat dub like Tropicana, I think it's called, kind of stuff. Yeah. Um and you can definitely kind of feel a lot of that moving into into this album but done quite subtly with her own her own influences as well yeah um and so obviously they they um she was saying that that their label were kind of throwing loads of producers at her she wasn't like they weren't sitting right or with kind of the way she envisaged i can't say anything today how do you say that word envisioned
1: envisaged
0: envisaged that's what i was trying to say envisaged um kind of what she what she wanted sound wise, and then yeah. they finally got her together with the Spanish producer, and it all kind of worked really, really well. Um, and I think that it's kind of from his solo stuff to this album, it feels like a step up in production
1: okay. in terms of. Interesting. It's
0: it's it's a. I, it was weird when I was listening to one of his albums; like they're really cool, but it didn't feel like there was as much punch and richness as there is in this losing the yakuza album
1: so is um, this are you talking about like just the the sound of everything or yeah control? just just
0: everything together like it just didn't it just didn't give me like a oh like that's a really rich thick sounding piece of music like it was great music but it just didn't have the the thick production that this that this album has yeah, yeah. um which i found quite interesting and i'm 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 gonna assume that that's More her influence that it was produced
1: that way. Yeah, I mean, she definitely has a massive, um, you know, uh, she has a finger in a lot of pies. You know, I think I feel like like she's really in control of all the things that Mm -hmm. that that are, you know, and rightly so. Um, Yeah. So yeah, I think maybe that would explain it. But also, you know, maybe um, sort of musically and and you know, um, what is in the music will be heavily influenced by her as well you know the instrumentation and and and, and the arrangement of things um Mm -hmm. would would definitely be different you know because of her sort of you know background Mm -hmm. Um, no for
0: sure for sure because there's there's quite a lot going on when obviously because like i say for someone who doesn't speak french just getting like through the the kind of the movement of the lyrics is is one thing to adjust to and then the beats is another and then the synth and then the change in feel throughout the songs. Like yeah. there's a lot going on but it's it's not it's not um it's not hard to listen to.
1: No, no, definitely not. Um no, I, I and I think that everything kind of has a backdrop of mm-hmm. sound that is very familiar. Yeah. Um you know, like I think if you listen to this and this was on in the background when you're having a conversation with someone, you wouldn't necessarily um just on the face of it i don't think Mm -hmm. you would necessarily go oh wow what's that i I feel like you would hear it it would sound like something that is you know quite familiar something you know that you would have heard something similar to but it's when you actually you know sit down and listen to it and listen to a song all the way through and you go wow there's a lot going on here
0: yeah and so what is your favorite song on the album
1: (sighs) my favorite i think is probably i'm going by track names because mm-hmm. i can't i can't say anything so track five i think is my favorite which i is kind of i guess the title track it's got gore in it so i guess it's yeah. kind of the title yeah. track
0: that's a fair uh,
1: assumption <laughs> And I think the reason why this one stuck out to me was a couple things. Um, but the main, like the structure of it, instead of being a regular sort of like four bar form, I don't want to go too musicy because that's boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like instead of like a normal sort of, you know, four bar, four, four kind of feel, uh, a lot of these sections, I think the, the bridge and the chorus from memory um, uh, are like three bar um, loops. Mm-hmm. rather than four so it kind of like restarts kind of interestingly and in in cool places yeah um, and, the, and the other thing that i really like about it is um the rhythmical stuff that's going on in it yeah definitely. Um, and and i think it's kind of like a theme throughout the whole album but this one is, this song especially is um in terms of like the rhythms that are going on in it And obviously everything is heavily, everything that she writes is heavily influenced by, you know, Congolese music and Congolese rumba um, Mm. is a a style of music that she would have grown up listening to. And she quotes, you know, a lot of, Uh, you can hear that a lot. And and with that style of music, um, you know, I don't know nearly enough to to, to talk about it too much. But from my understanding, it's a lot of um, the the bass notes and the you know kick drums and bass drums and the lower frequency stuff are all on strange rhythmical places they're all in you know kind of it sounds a little bit disjointed and what kind of holds it all together is the vocals and the higher frequencies hi-hats and and claps and shakers and Mm -hmm. things like that yeah that you know so you'll have like sort of you know like a, a consistent Tempo and then underneath that, the bass drum is and, and the bass guitar is doing really interesting rhythmical for things. sure. Um, and and, and with, with, with this song, um, I managed to kind of find I wanted to do a bit of research and I found um a song where you can kind of really hear uh the sli- similarities. And this is an old um Congolese rumba song that I managed to find from like the 70s. It's um, and if you kind of listen to this if i play sort of the first 10 seconds or so listen to how like what i was saying all the high frequencies the claps and shakers and vocals are all very consistent and then the bass notes are all um you know quite disjointed and strange rhythmical positions Do you, do you see what I mean? How yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No, I everything. like that, yeah, that's cool. But it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like too much to not like you don't you don't kind of it's not, like I said earlier, difficult to listen to.
1: Yeah, but I think, you know, we're so used to um uh hearing a bass drum or a bass guitar playing on the one. You have one, two, three, four, uh, you, do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like everything is yeah, yeah. there. But with a lot of this stuff it that isn't the case. And if I show you um from track five of the album um, and yeah. sort of this section Do you see what I mean? Like you can. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: I, I thought that was really interesting, and I that don't know whether I've, whether I've thought about it too much, but that to me feels like a direct um, link.
0: No, um, you can de- no, you can definitely see that. I think that's I think that's um, the comparisons are very similar, which just shows that she's using her influences amazingly. Um, I thought that was cool. Yeah, for sure, and like obviously, I think I think if in like a more contemporary way, if you were to show someone that first piece of music. They might not, have, not might not like it as much as that tr- mm. the track five, but yeah. if if you then break it down like you just have it, they would probably understand it a bit more and kind of get behind the first track more.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's cool and it's made me want to go and listen to styles of music like that first example. Yeah, absolutely. Which is like I...
0: what I was saying at the beginning with the reggaeton stuff. Like this, this album has, for one, obviously made me want to look into. Has, like made me want to look into the album more. Mm. Um, two, musically, it's made me want to, to look into it more and to kind of get into new styles of things and sort of explore the more traditional roots of that of various genres Yeah, that kind of have influenced something that, that you would just... If you were to just listen to this, you'd be like, this is a great modern uh, kind of hip-hop trap album.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: Um, but which and and which is why again like doing this podcast has definitely encouraged me to to look more into the music that I'm listening to and if and I listen to a lot of music and like it's definitely made me be more particular with what I listen to or if I listen to something I like is going okay so let's go and explore it further yeah Um, and this album especially has encouraged that so I encourage everyone listening watching to kind of do this uh, do the same and just take some time to look into this album because it is really, really interesting.
1: Yeah, um, absolutely, absolutely.
0: Both both, both her aesthetically, her, the, the, the kind of the band that she has around her, looking at the music videos she's done, like the, the, the video for, I want to say it's Dilem, I'm going to say yeah. that, or track, mm-hmm. track one, the first track on the album, <laughs> um, is uh, the, the, the video for that is stunning. It's um, really. It's kind. Of, I, it's,
1: I, I, I should probably say I haven't actually watched any of these videos.
0: Oh, it's stunning. So basically, just in summary, it's um, it's filmed in. It flips between kind of this very grand mansion house, like really beautifully designed, and obviously all of the costumes are very grand and sort of royal esque kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then it will cut from that with dances and kind of choreography around it to then cutting to like uh, an estate and they're kind of just walking around the estate and it's all, they're all kind of dancing and moving intricately and stuff. And then it will cut to and from that. Um, but it's also really high definition and I am a sucker <laughs> for like really high definition videography and stuff like that. And it's, yeah. it's a really, really cool watch um, and it fits the music perfectly. And it was di- directed by a, a lady called Wendy Morgan who's also do, done some videos with uh, Laura Mavula. Oh, wow. Um, so that she's done stuff with her and, and now with with and with the Yakuza, and it's such a good video. I think it's brilliant. Um, so I also encourage everyone to check out the video as well.
1: Yeah, um, well, I still need to. So Yeah, gonna, really, really interesting. <laughs>
0: um, and I think that probably takes us up nicely to around the halfway point. I think uh, so. Where? Yeah,
1: all right, go on, take, take the floor. I'm, um, I'm excited for some memories to come back. By the so
0: I th- I think I think what we'll do is, is we'll play this this track and I think it I, it's it's about a minute, two minutes, a minute thirty, okay. two minutes. Right. Um but I think once you hear it you'll want to keep listening to it. Um so Are You talking to
1: me or the I'm talking viewers? to
0: you, I'm talking to you and the viewers. <laughs>
1: Everyone
0: I think we should all listen to this. Um
1: Okay, alright. But
0: all right. yeah, we'll just go for it and then, then we can talk about it.
1: Okay, I'll play it?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, all right. that. Okay, oh, you did it. <laughs> the church bells they were ringing. I'm turning this up. <laughs> the clouds were low and brown. The horses they were neighing. The day Robert... Shut me down. <laughs> I cannot believe you played this. It's just a great blues song, come on. It was also the night that the Scardines came to life. They came from under the ground. And and from from all all over. over. (laughs) (laughs) He aimed a shooter at my crown. He cocked that crooked hammer back and he brought that hammer down. Exactly. The bones are the skeleton's (laughs) money. In our world, bones equal dollars. That's why they're coming out tonight To get, get their bones, bones from you. <laughs> you The skeletons will pull your hair
0: uh, uh, but, but not, not out That's not out. Much another
1: chance at life They've never seen so much food as this <laughs> Undergrounders have as much food as this and The worms are their money The bones are their <laughs> dollars <And> The <laughs> bullet ripped inside my chest The clouds stayed in storm <laughs> My sweet Marie <laughs> cried to me And then I was the <laughs> and it was all the, the bones are the money So the are, are, the are the worms, worms. They pull your hair off, <laughs> but, but not out
0: another chance at life. <laughs> but the if they pull them out they, they turn to bones <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yes
0: uh. So unfortunately, it leaves off the best bit of that whole sketch. Where he's oh like, yeah. We were more interested in the bit that Billy was singing. Uh, me is in Billy or him is in Billy? You are both called Billy. No, that's why I'm so fucking confused. <laughs> <laughs> that that I I was really struggling for the weird and wonderful section of this podcast. And oh, I, you couldn't have done better. I was I was trying to remember things that me and Reese used to stupidly watch and spend too many hours watching and listening yeah. to on youtube and stuff and then it suddenly dawned on me that one probably one of my favorite memories of us together was we me and reese were oh. on a train train back from brighton and i was going to stay at reese's and uh, so we bought some beers and we had like uh it was it was, uh, it was like a 40 minute train journey i think it was something like that 40 45 minutes yeah. and uh, so we bought some beers we had all of our like reese had like his most of his drum kit with him i had my guitar and pedal board so we took up like a whole four seater area and i was like oh i've got this new series on netflix called i think you should leave and i think you'll find it quite funny and so we were watching it it was really funny and we were having some more drinks and then we got we were like nearly home and we got to gatwick Mm -hmm. and we were halfway through that song both just in floods of tears and in hysterics
1: I I, i i mean i cry when i laugh a lot for some reason that just happens but i don't think i've ever cried with laughter like that (laughs) no it was it was Uh, uncontrollable
0: (laughs) it was so funny and like i'd look at reese and the fact that reese was like bawling his eyes out with laughter made me laugh even more and so anyway we pull into gatwick and it's the busiest platform you've ever seen in your life (laughs) and so suddenly me and reese are trying to compose ourselves we got all like all these empty cans on the table we're like crying with laughter got all this musical equipment around us and people are just trying to get on and sit where our stuff is and we're like trying to move out of the way
1: yeah
0: and then we tried to like carry on watching the rest of the the song but it, the, the kind of the, oh. the initial moment had gone but it was really something yeah
1: um well thank you and, for bringing that back
0: oh that's okay i thought <laughs> i thought it's it's a classic for you and i and i hope that other people can go away and listen to, uh listen to and watch i think you yeah. should leave
1: I think you uh, should leave on Netflix. On, on Netflix. Uh, it's
0: it's a... one of my favourite TV series sketch shows ever.
1: I think it's my favourite um, sketch show ever. It's, it's so hilarious. funny.
0: That was... That, I, think I, I think I did a better job than last time.
1: Well, well speaking of last time, um, we've got some investigating to do because...
0: Oh, yeah.
1: So someone on our first uh, podcast episode on YouTube... There was a section of that, the weird, this weird and wonderful section that we're doing now. The first one, Jacob bought uh, William Shatner doing a version of Bohemian Rhapsody, which was beautiful. He sounded like Winnie the Pooh. He did um,
0: sound like Winnie the Pooh. Well, but he did just talk over Bohemian Rhapsody, but, you know, you go yeah. back and listen to the podcast. Yes. So.
1: Um <laughs> Uh And we have had someone commenting on that as William Shatner. Someone has made a YouTube account and is talking to us on the comments of that as William Shatner. And I think I know who it is.
0: I think we, we both... I asked my group of friends who I thought it could have been and mm. all of them said it wasn't. And I was I was, granted and I apologise to my friends. I was quite aggressive. I thought I'd go for the bad cop. I, I thought I'd go for the bad cop tactic and uh-huh. just just shout and no. say, if, if it's one of you, I'm going to do your kneecaps in, blah, blah, blah. They all said no, and I trust them that it's not them. Um, so we both have a feeling we know who it is. We're not going to call that person out.
1: Now. No, we're not. But
0: we're gonna you, we're gonna if, give if... you the chance to come forward. And if you don't, and we find out it's you at a later date, I will do your kneecaps in.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, or, no, I'm just or, joking. It or, was really funny. I did though when when I saw the comment. Rhys was at work, and I saw the comment, and I suddenly like I was like, oh fuck. Like the actual William Shatner, for some reason, has seen our video it's and weird. has now said, I find this offensive. And then I clicked on it and it was obviously a fake account. And I was like, OK, well, that's pretty stupid of me to get thinking that William Shatner, who's in his like late 80s.
1: <laughs> would have be, a YouTube account in the would, first would, place. Would
0: one have a YouTube account, to be commenting on random podcasts. Yeah. And three, uh, yeah, you know, who
1: knew? Who knew? Empty. William Shatner had been doing mukbangs for the past three
0: years.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd watch it. I
0: would, hell yeah. I mean, if he it. if he did a song in the middle as well, that'd be even better. Yeah, house um, tours. Oh, it'd be great.
1: Asos halls.
0: Really <laughs> 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 but yeah, so if. If you are the person behind the William Shatner account and you're listening to this...
1: Come forward.
0: Come forward and you won't get hurt.
1: All right, shall we move on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I've, I've got a question for you. So... Fire. Um, the third song on the album... Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned this to you yesterday to kind of prepare you, I guess. Yes, and I, I... I think that this is really similar to some... Or, or, at least the... Vocals and the chorus in it really remind me of someone. It sounded familiar. But... I, I'm going will uh, will I'll, I'll play the part of the sort of chorus yeah. section and and see if you can think. Okay. Of, okay. Who, who, who it might be? But, uh, this is probably one of my favorite songs on the album as mm-hmm. well. It's really cool. <laughs> any thoughts
0: am I allowed to I'm allowed to ask questions Should Keep we do ask questions Can, can we ask do some questions? yes or no are they a mainstream artist now Yes are they female yes does it begin with a D?
1: Yes it does
0: Is it juuliper? <laughs>
1: No! (laughs) Oh, what? Um, I can I can kind of see that I guess.
0: Okay, okay. Um, that is so weird that I got that, (laughs) and it's not who I was thinking of.
1: (laughs) Okay, so beginning with a D, the vocals, the kind of uh, the melody that she's singing, the kind of register she's singing in. I I could be going mad. It could just be me. no ideas i've got it up on the screen i mean, now so d- I mean so like look. the
0: only other person i can think of beginning with a d is doja cat
1: yeah that's it's it doja cat that's who i was thinking i thought and it turns out that it is actually just in the same key so that could be oh okay but it sounds just like um like that, by so like it like that. this bit <laughs> Uh,
0: okay, okay, I can kind of see where you're coming from. Do you know what I mean? Maybe yeah, it's just I me. I'm, that. I'm,
1: I'm willing to take it that it's not similar, but it made me think of that. That's
0: okay. I mean, I could, I could start dancing to Lou and the Accuser at, at Waterloo Station if you want.
1: Oh, I wish I, had, wish I had a video of that. <laughs> it's a tradition that we can't do at the moment, but
0: unfortunately, due to COVID, me and Reese have been robbed of the one. The one thing we'd look forward to when we'd see each other is that um, when we'd meet up in London, we'd meet at Waterloo Station, and I would always have my headphones on, blaring uh, "Say So" by Doja Cat, Um, and I would see Reese from afar, and the second that he saw me, I was no matter how far away I was, I would flamboyantly dance towards him in like in in like rush hour Waterloo, and so I was probably like some people probably found it funny, other people probably hated the fact that I was just. (laughs) Being a twat, um, <laughs> Reese loved it, and he'd I get, loved it. get a little bit embarrassed every so often.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. how romantic. That was. will
0: that will happen again. And if anyone wants to join us in the club and at Waterloo Station <laughs> dancing, let us know. <laughs> I'll,
1: I'll I'll drop a hemming two-step at Waterloo one Oh, of day. course. <laughs> Another thing that I uh, noticed from the mm. um, the tiny desk video. As I as I recognise the drummer. Oh yeah. Yeah, I recognise the drummer, and it turns out he is the same drummer who is in, um, you know, Mo Gilligan, the comedian. Yeah. He's in his house band for like his
0: sick. That's yeah. so good. What a gig. That's yeah. two. That's two amazing gigs.
1: How cool is that? So he does. Wow. Record, he, he So when Mo Gilligan like has his live shows, he has a band on stage, and like. Yeah, um, yeah. He had his TV show. I can't remember what it was called um but yeah plays for him i was like i know that face
0: that's Um, a cool little oh man that guy's living the dream playing on a comedian's show and oh playing for lou in the yakuza
1: yeah not bad eh?
0: that's so sick yeah oh fair play to him (laughs) so Um, i think i think that's kind of as much that i've kind of got to say i mean like i said at the beginning this is such a it is a phenomenal album and i think Obviously, we can talk about it as much as we want, but I would encourage people to listen to it mm, as, as as soon as they can because it it's such a beautiful piece of work, and it like i say with with like with it being in French, it kind of encourages you to delve deeper into what the kind of meanings behind mm. the songs are and obviously, I don't think on a lot of occasions you're gonna get similar backgrounds to this, but I think it I think that that she's a a fantastic artist, both uh visually and audibly um yeah i highly highly recommend this album
1: definitely well i'm glad you liked it um yeah very honest, i honest i was a little bit before i sort of you know um delved into it a bit more i was a little bit nervous thinking that i was going to send this to you and you were going to think it was a bit mainstream like it was no
0: i loved it no that's why i quite liked it though because it, it doesn't it doesn't feel mainstream for some reason
1: I mean no, it doesn't, but it's got it's got a lot of sounds that you would consider it
0: oh, for sure, for sure be, I mean maybe. it's kind of yeah it's like my point earlier about the whole reggaeton thing hmm. where beforehand I wasn't a fan, but listening to this when it's done almost how it should be, I yeah. feel, if not in a traditional sense and it, i it, it was I really enjoyed it start to finish just the, it moved through the album fantastically. Yeah. And I'm going to have Amigo stuck in my head for a long time now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I love it. It's such a good song.
1: Yeah, it's a um, good tune. Do you know what I've just realised as well? Neither of us have said a penalty word.
0: We haven't. And We've got to
1: the end of the podcast. We've exhausted our topics. We have. And, um, we, we have. said.
0: Do you want to say yours? Yeah, what let's was, do a reveal.
1: Mine uh, was, yeah. and, I, and I did just, just then, I had a little dig to see if you'd say it. But mine, oh, right. Mine was Trap Hats.
0: Oh, do you what know, well, I said? Trap, but I didn't say trap hats. No,
1: I know. So I'll give you that. It's fine. What was, what was yours?
0: I went with bilingual.
1: Bilingual. Ah. Oh. Because
0: she can speak a few languages. Yeah. And so I was, I was, because you did, because you, I think you went a bit deeper than I did. Mm. I was thinking that you were going to bring up the language thing. <clears throat> mm. um, so I, I went with you... bilingual.
1: That's it. It's got quite a few syllables. That word.
0: It does. I so my 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 second one because mm-hmm. I had a bit of a wobble. I did, I wasn't sure about bilinguals. Then I went with Drake, because Drake. Of the regga- because, of the regga- because of the reggaeton thing.
1: Oh god, that's sickening. That reggaeton makes you. Th- the The first thing that comes to your brain is Drake. That's that what sound. I mean.
0: So this, that's why I love this album because it's it's how it should be and it's how yeah. I should associate that form of music. Yeah. You know, and Absolutely. so I I put that down because I was sort of thinking maybe you'd make a comparison to to one dance or something like that. Um, right. And I'm glad you didn't because I'm going to say it, fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> so I went with bilingual and uh, it's actually quite nice that neither of us said our penalty words. I think we can end to the next episode a little bit more relaxed, Yes. not not hitting ourselves with cowbells. I definitely think you've no. come off worse in the forfeit front so far.
1: You got to wear um, a nice comfy suit. I had to wear a nice suit
0: and you bumped yourself. So, yeah. um, you know, we can enter. And also I can go into next week's podcast not having people comment, eat more wet bread or Reese force feed Jacob wet bread because, yeah. you know, and I have t- I have created this monster for myself now by putting it out there to the world. You have, but,
1: and by mentioning um, it on three separate occasions. That and uh, and now doing it again. I haven't
0: helped myself. I haven't helped myself, but they won't get me next week because there is no forfeit next week,
1: <laughs> Hell um, yeah.
0: which is very lovely.
1: All right. Well, um, that feels like the um, right time to sort of wrap up. So
0: I definitely think so. Um, would you like to know the album for next week?
1: Oh yeah, go on.
0: Uh, I've gone with um, because obviously my my roots lie with indie music. Well, my original roots lie with Take That and James Blunt <laughs> and Jason Mraz. But we've been over that.
1: Yeah.
0: But my 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 calling is indie music, and <laughs> someone who I absolutely love within that within the genre, and who's a, who has also been a part of one of my favorite bands of all time. Uh, is the wonderful Liz Lawrence and her album, Pity Party. Okay.
1: Um,
0: and I'll let you listen to it and we can talk about it next week. But I love this album and I love Liz and um, it's a good one. All so right. I, hope you, I hope you enjoy it and we'll uh, we'll talk about it next time.
1: Cool. Nice wonderful.
0: one. Well, it's been nice talking to you, Reese, as always. Thank
1: you, Jacob, as always. This and is quite I'll, a long uh, one, I think.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think so. I mean... If you've made it, yeah. If you've made us made it this far, hearing our voices, thanks for sticking around, and uh, we'll see you in the next one. We'll see you in the next one. (laughs) See you later.